All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Howdy, folks. Howdy, partner. What's going on? This is All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pig. And this is episode 266 yeah. of All You Need to Know. Today's topic, the doctor's office. How about that? Jumping right in. For the shortest intro in All You Need to Know's history. Episode 266, mark it down. The shortest intro in all you need to know history. Straight from the intro music to the topic transition. It's going to be a lot of music there in the front. But don't you think that there are going to be some people that are just maybe standing... Well, if they're driving, they're not standing up. But if they're just walking around or maybe if, if they were seated at, a, at an Arby's and they were listening to this podcast, mm. they, they stood up and gave a standing ovation for us finally. Not taking, you know, five, six, ten minutes to get just to get to the topic. Yeah. And the reason why we do that is uh, just a little insider information here. DJ and I are doing a double header uh, in the studio tonight because I will be out of town next week. Mm -hmm. So we're recording this week's episode. We're also recording next week's episode. Mm -hmm. uh, they're still going to be great jam-packed episodes, but we are kind of cutting out the fat of the, the traditional way that you'll get the podcast to save us a little bit of time, uh, to save you a little bit of time. Um, and we're not going to cut out the good parts. We're no. going to cut out that, you know, that intro. And who's to say that the next one that we do, uh, we'll, we'll cut it out like we just did with this first one. I mean, that, there's a good chance that we do, but I'm not promising that. But I did think that with this episode in particular, we needed to just kind of get off to the races. Yeah. Get so out of the gate early. We did. And we're talking about the doctor's office. Mm -hmm. Now, I think... I think we've talked about being sick before, maybe, but maybe not. If we don't remember, they don't remember. Right. And and if we don't remember, then it's probably okay to touch on again a topic that might even be similar or a topic that we've done before. We, we did that recently whenever we talked about pizza yeah. because we had talked about oven uh, pizzas uh, mm -hmm. before and then said, well, we didn't ever actually talk about pizza. So that's kind of like what we're doing uh, with this one. And I, I just didn't have the time mm -hmm. uh, to, to look back. Uh, because it's just a, it's basically a two-man show uh, our producer Curtis is is off and on lately he 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 left us and got a, a, a different job I hate that guy yeah I know you hate oh him my God. Uh, but at least he's not so here much. every week so that's the good part yeah but he did accept a, a different job um, I know that uh, I don't know if it was with my dad's business but I know him and my dad were kind of buddy buddy and I haven't mm -hmm. anytime I've tried to corner one of those two people down, either my dad or Curtis to ask, they won't answer the question. So uh, a little bit concerned about yeah, that. Something's going on. Um, but today we're talking about the doctor's office, even if we've talked about something similar before. And what we want to start with, basically what we're going to do in this episode is walk you through the chronological process mm -hmm. of the doctor's office. Yep. Now, personally, I don't like the doctor's office. No, I'm I not don't think sure. anybody really likes it. Right. I'm not sure anybody really likes it. They maybe like that they feel better after they visit the doctor's office, but the process of going to the doctor's office is a little tedious. Yeah. And, I mean, we'll get to it in a little bit, but the last thing you want to do when you don't feel well is go somewhere, and you have to do that whenever right. you go to the doctor's office. But before you go somewhere, you try something 
over the counter, mm-hmm. or as the kids like to call it, OTCs, right? The over, to, the over the counter. I will do everything I can to destroy my liver or kidneys. Yes. Liver to, be damned. Yes, to to try to home remedy this thing to death. And how often do you feel like the over the counter home remedy stuff works? Um, it depends on how perseverant you are. Mm. I have taken over the counter, uh, like head and cold yeah. medication for like up to two weeks before I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to go. And then you, go. you wave the white flag and go to the doctor, yeah. huh? Yeah. I, man, I, I, I went through a period where I was going to the doctor a lot, had some some I've, I think I've talked about on the podcast some ear, nose, and throat stuff that, yeah. that, that I've had uh, issues with, and uh, the ENT. not to get too yeah ENT talking about OTC, and then I almost said OTAs, which is what optional training. Yeah, uh, those are like preseason. Yeah, something like spring that. Spring training but for football. We're not talking OTAs. We're talking OTCs, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe ENTs if it comes up. But a lot of three three letter acronyms here. Yeah. But over the counter stuff, it's just. Like, you know, is it, is it worth it? Cause sometimes you go and you're like, okay, this, uh, this is expensive, right? Yeah. But then you see my favorite thing to do is to pick up the Tylenol PM, right? The mm-hmm. box. And then to pick up the Walgreens brand, uh, nighttime pain PM uh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you look at it, the ingredients are the exact same. And you kind of look around like, am I getting punked? Because Tylenol wants me to pay $18, while yeah. Walgreens wants me to pay $9. Like, mm-hmm. is this a joke? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I walk out of out with the Tylenol. Sometimes I don't. But over-the-counter stuff, it's just it's it's really hit or miss. Like you said, it kind of depends on how bad it is and how uh, willing you are to, to go through a, a couple of days. Because, of course, if you, if you end up going to the doctor, you're probably going to be better faster. But then there's also that thing where you don't want to be dependent on, you know, the steroids and antibiotics and stuff right. that they, because basically anytime I go to the doctor, whether I've got a foot pain or I've got my, my nose is clogged mm-hmm. or uh, my ear fell off, they're like, we're going to prescribe you some antibiotics. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I guess, I mean, you're the doctor. And they're, I, I just assume that they're different. They could prescribe me the exact same thing every single time. I yeah. have no idea. I can't read it. Right. I don't know what they're saying. They they diagnose you and they're like, basically, that's just, you know, that's what's causing your problems. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. I mean, you went to school for this. Yeah, that's that's what you call uh, like orientation fiend. Uh, you're going to need some yeah. of that. Yeah. And I go, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah you, re- I, I, you read gonna, about it for four I, years. I'm so. going gonna, gonna to write you a, a script for a week's worth of methamphetamine. Should clear it right well, up. Well... Now that's probably not. That's probably not. I never place. know, man. Yeah, but I I understand what you're saying. Is they could say anything. I tell you what I really like. Head. Yeah, and, and I got this from my dad. Is anytime you like start feeling sick, sometimes my dad would just. Which so my mom has always worked at. Uh, she worked at Orthopedic Institute for a while, mm. and uh, for the past five or six years, I guess she's been working at uh, Mercy Hill. Okay, shout out to your mom. Yeah, and. So she's the lady that you see when you first walk in. She checks you in. She hands you the paperwork, which we'll talk about later. Yes. Um, but so dad's always had, and they've kind of tightened it up a little bit lately, so it makes it harder to do. But she has just kind of given 
his symptoms to the doctors and they're like oh yeah this is it we'll write him in for a steroid pack perfect and dude those steroid packs it's like you have to take like five or six pills the first day for yeah. the next three it looks like and one it, of those calendars around christmas yes. where you like pop open the doors those and, are insane yeah. though like it always like in 24 hours my dad is cleared up but then he's got six days worth of steroids that he's got to take still and I've never seen a more productive human being in that time you period. Get like fired you, up. you wake up and yeah. he's downstairs working on the computer. So like, what are you doing? He's like, I've been up since four o'clock. I'm working. Yeah. I'm right. I'm wired. I'm ready to go. Right. There. I mean, it's amazing the difference that some of those medications can make. And you yeah. can't get that over counter. No, you, you definitely can't. And if you could, if you want the good stuff. Yeah. And you got to go to the if doctor. If you could get that over the counter, then we wouldn't be talking about the doctor's office. Today. Right. Uh, but. Uh, I remember just just real quick before we kind of get into the that chronological order that I was speaking on is I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. One time I was at the doctor, uh, you know, went through the whole process, and then uh, at the end I was like, you know, sometimes I've I've heard that this helps, you know, this type of medicine helps, and they're like, yeah, sure, and like he they start writing something down, and I was like, but also, you know, I've also usually reacted pretty well to this type of medicine. They're like, oh yeah, well, that makes sense. And I, there for a second, I was just like, who's the doctor here? Because I was saying these things, and then I believed that everything that I said was just like, okay, they took my word for it. Yeah. Uh, so kind of dangerous, but I guess a good doctor if you want some medicine. Anyways. Right. The first step, of course, is the over-the-counter stuff. You try mm-hmm. to fight it, and then you finally come to the realization. You go, I got to go to the doctor. Yeah. Right? It gets to the point. It's like okay, it's not getting better. Yeah, uh, things things are gonna have to get worse before they get better. I'm gonna have mm-hmm. to go to the doctor, and that usually means, uh, as a kid, you maybe miss school, which was always great. That I mean, that is true. Being sick as a kid and missing school, that wasn't too bad. Yeah. Being sick as an adult and having to take like PTO days, yeah, or you know hours off mm-hmm. that you've accumulated over however many weeks, All right? That sucks. It doesn't actually really make sense that you have to use those days as as your like vacation days right because you're not vacationing you're not on the beach living it up you're in your bed you know feeling like you're about to die Mm -hmm. so i've never really understood that but you do come to the realization that you need to go to the doctor that's when you have to look up places make an appointment i've done telehealth before but now they're kind of scaling back on that so you basically just have to go into the doctor if you want medicine uh, to feel better so you look up places you're like okay this place says it's open 24 hours uh, this place says it's fast. Uh, this place says they'll give you a bottle of water. Like you just have to, you know, juggle those options. options. Yeah. yeah. And then you pick one out. Um, and of course, the the worst part of, of being sick and going to the doctor is feeling like dog water. And and for for those older mm. people that are listening, that means Not feeling good. like S-H-I-T. Yeah. And crap. Crap. And having to still go get in your car uh, if you're not lucky enough to have someone that could drive you right, um, and go to the doctor. That's the worst part of it, mm-hmm. right? Because like once you get there and you're in the process, you're like, okay, I'm doing this. It's going to make me feel better. But whenever you have to stop chugging Gatorades and get out of bed, that's that's a little tough, right? That it, that does suck. I don't know if that's my least favorite part, but it it does suck to have to, to know that I feel bad enough that I just really need to lay here. Mm-hmm. But... I'm just going to continue laying here feeling like crap sure. unless I get up and go do something about it. What's it, your what's your least favorite part? Is it the paperwork? It's the paperwork and the okay. waiting. 
So that's the the next two things that we have to talk about. Yeah. You go into the doctor's office, mm-hmm. right? The waiting room, you walk in and you just look around and it, it looks like a war zone, right? You've got somebody over here hacking up a lung. Yeah. You've got some guy over here in a cast. Yeah. Uh, an eye patch, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, okay, well, I'm doing better than these people. So yeah. that's good. And then you walk up and they and you, they say, hey, uh, how are you doing? You say your name. Um, maybe if you had an appointment, you mentioned that, you know, whatever appointment time you had, which doesn't matter. It never matters. I've had doctor's appointments at 12 and then I don't get in until 1230. It's just yeah. the doctors can do whatever they want, I guess. Yeah. But then apparently one of your worst or your least favorite parts of the experience is they say, uh, well, if you don't mind, just fill this out for me real quick yep. and then bring it back up. And it's to always me. the same form. It's the same exact form every, every time. single damn time you go it's, it's your name it's yeah. it's your address it's what you what you've been doing for a living ask you if you do drugs and have sex yeah you know all those questions and insurance then insurance and i never know i've never known emergency information yeah uh allergies former or uh, past surgery. I still have to like either call my mom or yeah. luckily most of the time I go, she's the one at the front desk. So that's a lot of good. times that's already ready for me. So I, don't, I haven't had to deal with that a ton. Yeah. But when you do go somewhere and then you got to fill that stuff out and, and like, especially like if you're actually really sick, like throwing, I remember one time I got a stomach bug mm. and I had thrown up like 10 times in 12 hours and, uh, Grant, it was on last week with us. Yeah. Uh, we were living together at the time and finally, he was like, "Hey, get in the car. We like I'm taking you to the hospital." Uh-huh. And so, I had I had it like 90 degrees in my room with a space heater. Now I gotta walk into this cold waiting room. I gotta I can't think straight. Yeah, I'm focused on making to, sure that I'm still breathing. And now you have to do what is and I gotta do homework. Yeah, of like They're a multiplication me a table. Busy work. Yeah, and something that we touched on before we started this episode is. Where did the paper go that I filled out last last time? time? Yeah. Yeah. Where did that go? Do they just immediately, do they look at it once? The lady like has to try to remember it and then they just shred it. Do they burn it? Is Mm -hmm. there a burn pile Mm -hmm. behind the the hospital that they go and just throw all these patient forms in? Uh, Can they scan it? Have they never heard of the the technology known as scanning a piece of paper? Yeah. Um, Put it on a Google Doc. Put it on a Google Doc. Let me keep it. I'll bring it back. Make I'll, copies. I'll bring if you can get the information that you need off of it and give it back to me. I will gladly keep it, laminate it, yep. and bring it back the next. We're gonna time. save a whole lot of time. Yes, man. and no one wants to fill that stuff out. No, and I know they're not reading it. No, no, they hopefully can't be not. Reading it. Some of that stuff's personal. Yeah, right. I don't. Well, I guess I don't really care if I'm get, if I'm handed it over. But I mean, that exactly like what. Where does it go? Where does the thing go? Because all yeah. anytime I go to a doctor's office in the back, it looks like it's filing cabinets for days. Yeah. And what are those filled with? Jolly Ranchers? And some Maybe. of the questions are just unnecessary. Like, yes. you don't need to know. Yeah. You don't need to know if I'm sexually active yeah. to you diagnose my head and cold symptoms. You don't need to know if I drive a stick shift. No. What does that have to do with exactly. this visit? And they ask questions like that. And yeah. it's and it's intrusive. I will say that. Yeah. I, I will agree with you there. You, you, ever, you, you leave the doctor's office feeling violated every now and then? <laughs> it depends on wh- what I'm there for. In the doc- um, de- depends on the doctor? Yeah, and depends on the doctor and depends on w- what the visit was for. Of course, anytime you go for a physical, it's not necessarily Disney World. Yeah. Um, but You've never gone in and like, like you got this head and cold, like you just can't get rid of this stopped up nose, you're afraid you got a mucus. And they uh, say drop uh, your like, pants. Yeah, like turn your head and cough situation. Um, 
if that's happened to you, I would probably not go back to that doctor. That's all I'll say about that. Okay. But filling out the paperwork, you, you take it back up to them, and then they say, okay, just have a seat, and the doctor will be out in just a second. So you go, you, you look around, and basically this is like a Sophie's choice. It's like, okay, yeah. that guy's been coughing a lot. Um, yes. This person over here is sneezing. There's three open seats here, but then right across from those open seats is a baby crying. Yeah. So I don't know if I want to sit there. It's, it's very, I'm, never, I'm never a germaphobe until I get to the doctor's office, oddly yeah. enough. And you have to choose, pick and choose. Really, the lesser of, of the evils mm. is, you, is you have to figure that out. Yeah. And I know that myself is, is probably you know, sick or maybe contagious, but I don't sit there and open face cough all over the waiting room. Yeah. Like some people do, like, where do these people grow up? Yeah. Who taught them these you know, things? Well, and there's always like the, the perennial smoker. Mm. Like they've been smoking for 57 years in there yeah. in there. And like, I just can't get rid of this cough. Yeah. It's like probably because your lungs are completely covered yeah. with tar. It's that dart in your, in between your fingers. That's right. It's that like you got to get rid of that heater. Sm- they're smoking like as they're talking to you. Yeah. yeah. In the waiting room. Uh, you sit in the waiting room and, and it's, it used to be like all these magazines that were covered with plastic, which I've never understood because then you open the magazine and you flip through it. So I'm not, I've never really understood the plastic cover. You've always got a TV on with Steve Harvey on it. It seems like, uh, and may it's either Steve Harvey or HGTV. Is that fair? Chip and Joanna. Yeah. I don't know if they're on HGTV anymore because they have their own network. It's but. some like news station yeah. that's not Fox News or CNN. Sometimes they'll just have like the stock market rolling through. That's true. And you just got to sit there and watch. Like I don't even or know. It's, it's one of those TVs that just runs ads for local businesses, and you just have to sit there and watch it the yeah. whole time. Uh, but finally, and it seems like the waiting room, you either wait a while or you're in there mm-hmm. you're in there for just like a, a tut like a short time and then yeah, you, you get don't right even get in. to sit down yeah uh it's one or the other really call your name but it that's, is, is it doesn't that feel a little weird that feels when good, they come though. out and call your name you, th- you like good. that i don't like that you don't want people to know your name i well you know i'm in a room full of sick strangers and they, just, oh. they come out and, and so then DJ? they can get on facebook and they could be like so i'll dj from all you need to know yeah and he apparently had a head gold yeah, yeah, that's true. They, they could do that. I've always kind of liked it because you just do, do the math in your head, right? Because you sit down and then it, they come out and they say, Geraldine, and some old lady gets up and walks in. And then there's just so two. That lady's name was Gerald? Geraldine. Yeah. Gerald. Geraldine is the name, is the, is okay. the first name, Geraldine. Um, and then they, they take Geraldine back and you never see her again. And there's only two other people. She could have died back there. She could have. We don't know. And there's two other people in the waiting room that were there whenever you got there. So you're like, okay, just based on common thought, unless one of these people is waiting for another person person that went in, like they came with them, I've got two more people until it's my turn. Right. It's kind of like a boring roller coaster, really. Either every time I go, as far as the waiting room goes, either I'm getting special treatment I don't know. I show up on time. I, yep. I like. I, I'm not usually ever late for a doctor's Ooh, appointment. Yeah. But I always feel like I show up and there's four or five people in the waiting room, but then I get called back before them. So I don't know if they're showing up like an hour and fifteen minutes early, right? Who for knows? their appointment, or if what I don't or know if what the deal is. If it's like maybe a dinner reservation, dinner maybe reservation they're just hanging out where it's like you have 
those that have reserved times get to go first. Yeah, I guess uh, you get the walk-ins. Walk-ins. And the funny thing about walk-ins, just a quick little anecdote here, is whenever I was a kid, I used to see that all over the place, right? Haircut places. Yeah. Uh, doctor's offices. You know, whatever other place, right? Mm -hmm. It would say walk-ins welcomed, right? Yeah. And I had two friends, two childhood friends. Uh, I'd say one one of them I'm still good friends with, with the last name Watkins. Ah. Uh. Right? Keegan, specifically. Yes. Yeah. Still good friends with Keegan. And uh, I always thought that that's like, well, why are they welcome there? Yeah. And I'm not, right? Because I thought or, they were uh, saying like, walk Keegan Watkins. Yeah. Welcomed. Or I was always Christopher Walken. Or Christopher Walken. Yeah. Walk, which I imagine he would be welcome. He could always, there. I'm sure he would just walk right into a, a doctor's office and get care if he needed to. Yeah. Um, God bless Christopher Walken. He was in the, I just watched Severance on Apple TV, and he's in that. Really? And he was good. I love. He's always good. I love Christopher Walken. But anyways, you finally get called back, and you, you walk back in, and they make some weird small talk after they say your name, like, hey, how are you doing today? Like, not good. Yeah, That's I'm, why here. I'm here. Yeah. And then they say, okay, let's go over here around the corner and, uh, and embarrass you by taking your weight. And you go. Yeah, and it's right. always like out in the open walkway before you get to the room. Yeah, and I honestly think because then there's like that little bar area where all the nurses uh -huh. or receptionists hang out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think that whenever they walk in, there might be a group of three or four of them, and they're doing over under bets. On, I bet they are on on yeah, what the gambling. person's weight is. Yeah, and that's how they pass the time because anytime I do it. I like kind of look over and I see them looking at me, mm -hmm. right? And I know that she's writing it down, remembering the number, getting back to them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's always a great reminder of how much you weigh uh, at the doctor's office, which I don't really think matters that much, but they do it every single time. Yeah. The temperature I understand because that's like, okay, do you have a fever right now? Sure. Uh, but do you need to know if I'm overweight yeah. right now? Not that, that doesn't seem pertinent to me. Eyeball it. Yeah. I Just feel like you can eyeball it. Have four maybe distinct levels it's like underweight mm -hmm. normal weight a little a little chunky and morbidly obese and then obese yeah i think that those are the four that they should just go by eyeball it save us all some time yeah. but they finally get you to another waiting room so it's like the first waiting room but it's just really small and it's you're by yourself and you're by yourself mm -hmm. uh, so you are contained uh unlike the first waiting room that you're in here's a question yeah. for you you enter the waiting room, the smaller waiting room. While you're, while they come in, they take your temperature. I think I know oh, what you're what about it? to about to ask. But do you sit on the table or do you sit in the chair? It depends. Um, if I, I feel if I feel like I'm going for a long time, I might choose the table uh, with the with that long sheet of paper on it. For some reason, mm -hmm. it feels like a like a butcher's yeah. sheet, right? Um, but then if it's like if it looks like the the uh, blood pressure thing is over on the wall near the chair. Mm -hmm. I might just choose the chair. And I don't know if I've ever had someone, a doctor tell me like, do you mind sitting up on the table or do you mind sitting in the chair? See, I have. Okay. I, and I've forced them to, I will not sit on the table because my legs can't touch. And it's completely like emasculating yeah. to sit up there and like and your dangle. legs be swinging. Yeah, that's true. I do and like I do like a bit of a dangle. Oh, sometimes. no, 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 no. I don't like to dangle. I like to uh, Again, sit in the chair. Again, sort is like of like a roller coaster, right? Yeah. The doctor's office is more and more like a roller coaster as we get into it. No, I, always, I always choose the chair. And if they need me on the table, they say, can you hop up here on the table for me? Yeah. Like and, which dog. is also emasculating but yeah. 
I would rather have that than to just be sitting there, you know, like swinging my legs because I can't have my legs dangling without swinging them like a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. I, I, I see where you're coming from, and that was a really good question. We might, we might put that one up on the poll. Let me. Why? Let me another question for you. Why do they always ask you to turn your phones off when you're in there? Because they always have the sign on the back of the door. It's like, please turn your really? cell phones off. I, I feel like I've always noticed that. Huh. And I never do. I'm always on no. my phone when they no, walk in. And nobody ever says anything. I don't see the point in that either. Maybe it interferes with the technology or whatever that they have in the in the room. But yeah. the, they, someone, whoever guides you to that room is normally the person that kind of checks you out first. Yeah. And they ask you the same damn questions that you they answered do, on that piece of paper. They do the doctor's job. Yeah. It's just like the dentist, right? Yes. But they ask you those same questions that you just filled out on that piece of paper. Again, where'd that piece of paper go? Uh-huh. Why aren't you just looking at the piece of paper? Yep. Why is that not in the, in the system? Because you're typing. Yeah. I can see them typing. Yeah, what are but you where typing? is that going? I just don't understand. I really don't. It, it, it frustrates me. But you answer all those questions. You talk to them about why you're, they say most of the time, why are you here today? Yeah. Uh, I just, I missed you guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, I, I don't feel good. <laughs> uh, and sometimes it's obvious. Sometimes, you know, yeah. you just threw up in a bucket, in a bucket over to the side. Yeah. And. Then they're like, okay, I, I get the picture. <laughs> You're throwing up in the bucket. Well, my ankle's hurting a little bit. My ankle's hurting, and I guess that, too, the bucket thing that yeah. just happened. <laughs> but that first person is not the doctor. That's the, that's the clear no. thing. Uh, what is it? It's a physician's assistant Yeah, is usually the, the term. Yeah. Or a nurse, or it depends on where you are. Yeah. Um, they, they, I guess, take some information on you to, to give them a, a heads up. And then I think, they again, they take it back to those people that are just kind of... Uh, gathering around that one area and they're just like hang out was it a head cold and they're like yep and they say all right who had, head cold? who had a head cold yep and they just exchange money uh but then you're still in that small room waiting there's no music there's no television it's just silence mm-hmm. it's just you with your thoughts most of the time if your phone is on it doesn't work for some reason yeah the service is terrible they don't give you a wi-fi password or anything you can like hear that. the murmurs of the nurses and whatnot yeah. out in the hallways you can hear some old guy down the hall going oh yeah oh yeah. you're like what's going on with that guy yeah. like is everything okay down there no, but they can't yeah. well they it's either say they either say that or they say we can't we can't disclose that yeah. information yeah no um, it's, it's not okay so all you're left to do is play with the things that are there you've got the big uh, long q-tips big long q-tips uh, cotton balls, mm-hmm. uh, the popsicle sticks, which is that what it's, it's not called a popsicle stick if it hasn't been in contact with a popsicle, right? I don't know. I don't know what else you'd call it. Uh, I think there's another name for it, but I can't remember. Um, and then you've got the fun little, uh, thing with like that. It's got like an orange, uh, sticker on the front of it. And sometimes it's locked, but most of the time it's not. And you've got like these, uh, like these pokey needles, those are always fun to get into yeah. and mess around with. Um, the sink, you know. Yeah. A sink has never been more interesting than it is. I've never seen you're... it used. Exactly. I've never seen that sink in there used. I think I'm, I'm the only it. person that ever uses it. I'll just come, they'll come in and I'm just like smacking the water stream. Like a I'm cat just, playing with a yeah, toy. Yeah, because I'm so bored. Uh, and then they come back in like, sir, can you please get back on the table? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, it would, would be funny to take that sheet of paper that's on that weird it's it's never a comfortable uh table or, or seat yeah. whatever it is and just like wrap it around your body like a mummy that yeah. would be now that would be fun for the pa to come back in and see you wrapped up like a mummy but what about so the doctor finally comes in the doctor finally comes in 
So the doctor finally comes in. Do you ever, because they always go over the exact same information that you went through at the front desk and you went yes. through with the PA. It's really just a repetition of that first yeah. sheet. And, and so she types it all in. After you already filled it out on the paperwork, you have to answer the questions again verbally. Yep. She types it all in. And he comes in, or she comes in, and just kind of goes over like, all right, it says you got this, this, and this. Have you ever thought about changing the entire story when he comes in just to see Ooh. what happens? Now, that would be fun. Uh, I think that now, and I don't know this for sure because it never seems like they keep track of the information that I give them, but you would hope to think, oh, well, this isn't what was, was told to me by the physician's assistant. Mm -hmm. So let me, let me go back and check with her. But that would be funny just to change, like yeah. go, like go from your left ankle to your right ankle yeah. or say that instead of a head cold, you've, you've got IBS. Yeah. You yeah. got, you got, had an earache. How long does that last? Oh no, my oh, no. ear, my ears are fine. Now, if you, if the ear's located in my butt, then yeah, yeah, that's my, what I'm talking about. My right butt cheek has been twitching for like 16 straight hours. I'm really concerned about it. And that is something to be concerned about. If oh, that's just an example, course. or if that's a real life uh, thing that's happening. But I'm going on hour 16. Most of the time, the doctor comes in and they just say, uh, "Let's see. So you've got this going on. Let's uh, let's get you a prescription for this. Uh, does that sound good? What pharmacy do you use? Okay. All right. We'll send it there." And that always, that bugs the, the... The pharmacy. It bugs me like nothing else. Yeah. Because why isn't the medicine just there? Yeah. At what point, and you have to think, back in the day, it wasn't two separate things. It was like you went to the doctor and they gave you medicine. Now, of course, back in the day, some of the medical practices were like, let's take blood out of your body. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, you've uh, got too much blood. You've got, you've, I think you've got too much blood. Let's take the blood out. Let's mm -hmm. see if that helps. If it doesn't, uh, we'll, we'll just keep the blood out and hope yeah. that you get better. Yeah. That's So not to p put too much faith in the old school medical practices, but I'm assuming that they just had the medicine with them and you didn't have to go through a middleman to get the medicine that you need. Plus, whenever you leave the doctor's office, depending on where you're picking up your medicine from the pharmacy, it's never ready exactly when you leave from, from the time that it takes no. for the doctor to, to leave the doctor's office to get to the pharmacy. They're like, oh, it's not ready yet. Yeah. Uh, it'll be ready in an hour. Yeah. Okay. So what's the holdup? Yeah. I know a lot of other people need medicine, things like yeah. that. But it's 25 pills. It's yeah. Just put them in the thing. If you tell me which ones they are, I'll come in and get them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and pharmacy, yeah, yeah. just <laughs> pharmacists have a tougher job than uh, than it, it's actually laid out to be. I think they, a lot of people think that the pills are just like in these big containers, and they just have to go and count them and put them in and yeah. pill things. It's not as simple as that. I don't know how intricate it is, but I will say that it's not as simple as that because I did talk to a pharmacist about you know that preconceived notion of what a pharmacist pharmacist does. Yeah, but it does drive me crazy. Like, well, the doctor just diagnosed me with a head cold why can't they just say i'll be right back with your medicine and we'll charge you for it at the front yeah and then i walk out and go home and get to take that medicine I, it just bugs the you know what out of or me. just have the, i mean have the pharmacy downstairs yeah or in there um or have it connected to i don't know an applebee's that way i can at least go eat and then on the way out pick up yeah. my zyrtec or, just or something like a bar yeah, that would never bar. be fun. Like an airport bar. Yes. Like just so because that's any all the airport bar is yes. there for. And any hours of the day, it's it's okay to drink. So that means that if you went to the doctor at ten a.m., yeah, you're gonna have a beer. Which I guess that would because with most of those medications, you're not supposed to. 
consume alcohol. Right. For the most part. For the most I'd part. I'd say for all and the part. And I think it's all part. frowned upon. Yeah, anything, for all I mean. the part, actually, now that I think about it. But uh, like we said earlier, earlier, liver be damned. So we don't, right. really, we don't really have to worry about that. That's what right. does the liver even do, really? So, but Something with enzymes. Then you leave the doctor's office and you hope to get better. And that's basically the doctor, doctor's office experience right there. Yeah. It's, it's just a bunch of BS. And then you finally work your way through. The doctor actually does the least amount of work. It I does feel seem like. like that. Like he just goes in, reads through the information, writes prescription, heads to the next room. Same thing with the dentist. They come in, check your teeth for like four seconds. They're like, teeth look good. Yeah. See ya. Good, good job. See you in six Just months. Gives the gives the dental assistant. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Pat on the I, back. A, a pat on the back is what is what you were uh, motioning there. Yeah, I'm glad this isn't a video format. So, uh, we're gonna end the episode there. Uh, we talked about the doctor's office today. Uh, like I said, we're doing a double header tonight, so episode's a little bit shorter, but not too much shorter. We're still coming in around 32 minutes, and that's mm. really all people need, anyways. Oh, so, yeah. uh, but that's gonna do it for this episode of. AYN2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pitt. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.